Welcome, welcome, welcome to USA Talk. I'm Fringa, and I don't think we have any dogs right now, do we, Laddle? Oh, we've got that one weird dog that hangs out in the forest, but uh, oh, and she's she's approaching me right now. Laddle, Laddle. Hello, hello, this is Laddle, and Laddle likes to say, who let the dog out? Because that's a question. It is a question. And I it's love songs. I know. It's, I love a song about a good question. And that's a great question because when you come home and there will be dogs running around all through everywhere, all through your house, um, knocking down your table, eating your turkey, eating your big wedding cake uh, that you prepare uh, for money. And, uh, you know, all the really silly things that dogs do. They like to pee. Um I, I always want to ask, well, who let these dogs out in yeah, the first place? Lethal, did you have a lot of wild dogs in your village? Oh, yes. We had many wild dogs. Uh, they they often uh, would would roam around, and they, they would find their way to my home, and uh, they would terrorize the villagers. Yes, yes, Lethal's me, me too, except they weren't dogs. They were wolves. Oh, no, ours were dogs. Ours were uh, little dogs. Um, oh. but, but the little dogs, they can pack it the big punch, Fringa. So I can only imagine what it would be like with the wolves. And yeah, the wolves, the wolves are smart. The, the wolves, they know how to dress up like, a, like your grandmother. Yes, yes, yes. They put on the, like, the little circular glasses. They put on a little nightcap. And you think it's grandmama, but it's really just, it's just a wolf. And it's going to eat your face. There's nothing you can do about yeah. it. And who, uh, let, who let the wolves out? Who let the wolves out? That's what we sing in my home country. So <laughs> anyways, Laddle, uh, what's going on? What's that going on, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that going on, the Fringo? Well, you know, we've been, uh, the last time we talked to our listeners, we talked to them all about the Olympic, Fringa, and that the Olympic is the sports TV show about all the country, all battling in the sport. And our, our listener already understand all about it now because we have whole episodes about it. Uh, but I wanted to tell them a little bit about how we were incorpor incorporating Olympic in our homestead retreat in the most recent one. Yeah, yeah. We, we came up with a couple of more games um, for our, our homesteader retreaters to participate in. And a lot of my favorite one that we came up with was a barrel roll. And that is when we um, put our our guests into a barrel. Now, this barrel might have held pickled fish. It might have held some rotten apples. It might have held some prune vodka. If you're so lucky. If you're lucky. So it's kind of like a random draw. Like, you know, you might get really lucky and get the prune vodka barrel, but you also might get the... Um, manure the barrel. Yeah, I was going to say the leftovers from free manure day. Yes. So it's kind of like a gamble. So that's part, that's a game in itself. And then we um, take them up to Heart Attack Hill, which is... Um, Named after the time that Horace the pervert was taking a walk and got a heart attack randomly and fell down. Um, but we found him and he's fine. He's and just, he rolled you know, all the way down the hill. He did, he did like, like Jack and Jill. Yes. Of just Jack. But and he got his pants down. He, he's still looking for his Jill. Yeah, his pants <laughs> fell down. And also, you know, he was very lucky because the way he rolled down the hill, he rhythmically hit rocks right on his chest. And it was almost like he was getting CPR. And by the time he reached the bottom of the hill, he had, he was he was up and about. He survived. Yeah, he survived. He survived. So that's what we call Heart Attack Hill. So, yes, they, they stand at the top and then they roll down in the barrels. And whoever doesn't um, pass out from the smell or <laughs> gets to the finish line first wins yeah. Whoever don't break their barrel. Yeah, yes. Those <laughs> barrels do break. <laughs> they do. And, uh, you know, speaking of Horace, uh, he did come in uh, cheerlead our first round of that. And he wore a barrel himself. It was lifted up by suspenders. <laughs> it was kind of a, a weird look. Um, but, you know, we gave him an honorary award because, you know, of his, his trauma and creativity in costumes. So, yeah. Oh, yes. So that was pretty exciting. And we even took the barrel up a notch and we did a barrel waterfall. 
but mm. we do not have a waterfall here in the homestead. So what we did is we uh, create a ladder. Well, we didn't create the ladder, we bought it. And then we climb up the ladder and we put the hose at the top and the hose is supposed to be like the waterfall. And then the person sits inside and then just fall off the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That was cool. But uh, so far, nobody won because the barrel broke every time and the people got hurt. So, yeah, it's just like a little bit hurt, you know, like, like hurt, like with a, you know, you, you help it with a band-aid hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody good. A, like a cotton swab or two, you know. Yeah. Fine. Everyone survive. Everyone survive. So, yeah. You know, we even, uh, one of our chickens ran up the ladder and jumped down in the middle of it and she kind of flew down to the ground very graceful so if anybody won i think it would be her oh, of course it was her yeah but she can always win yeah yeah it, it was oh. Mon monica 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 yeah yeah she <laughs> she trying to keep up with linda but she never quite reached yeah she but you uh, know she, she put a good effort you know yeah, she good chicken. She good chicken. And we also um, we we learn a bit about something that happened at the Tokyo Olympic mm -hmm. uh, this year that we did not know about when we record our Olympic episode. Okay, it's very scandal. Very yes. scandal. Yes, yes. I now Ladol, I did talk about my experience as an Olympian. Uh, an, an equestrian Olympian and I was just I was just furious with this news yeah. this is this is just infuriating so do you want to tell what happened because I, I make Fire. it so triggered yes well as you know Fringa Lado we like to watch the horse sports uh, because we like the horse and we like to see them do silly things but this horse sport go wrong this is a horse sport to go wrong. So there was a Germany coach and a Germany rider, and they were doing a, a The Germans have no business riding horses, by the way. No, no. They lost that privilege a long time ago. Yes. Uh, so they were trying to jump the horses over, like, jumping pole sticks. And the so this, this girl, her name be – what do her name be? Oh, probably something like Frau Hingeldorfer. Yes. So Frau Hingeldorfer was jumping and she she got on the horse and they go towards the first mount. And guess what? The horse said, nope, I'm not going to jump. And so the horse did not jump. It just turned to the side and said, no. Okay. And she said, oh, no, the horse didn't jump. So she's like, well, let's go try again. And she go to a new mount or whatever the thing is called you jump over. Does it have a name, Fringa? Uh, is it a mount? Yes. It, no, the thing that you jump over, you could call it like, you could call it a fence. Oh, yes. So she went to jump over the little fence and the horse said no again. And then they tr she tried maybe another time and the horse still not jump. The horse still say no. And then this is the, the you know, that's all, that's all. Fringa and Lado, we enjoy seeing that um, because, I mean, that's what a horse do. A horse make choices. But guess what? The rider's so mad, she start crying. And then the... the, the uh, <laughs> Such a fool. Yeah. Who cry over, who cry over a, a stubborn horse? Yes, the horse is going to do what the horse is going to do. It's not going to... His, his feelings are not going to be affected by your crying, silly frau. I yeah. bet her name is like Inga or something. They even say you can bring a horse to a jump, but you can't make it to jump. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And then the, the, the coach say, hit the horse. Hit the <sighs> horse. And then she, <sighs> she spanked the horse booty. Fringa. And, and, then, and then the coach, the coach punched the horse. Yeah. Somewhere. My God, the coach. Her name was probably like Bertina or something. Bertina, yeah. Coach Bertina. It yeah, was Bertina Weisner. Bertina Weisner. She's like very short-tempered, short woman mm -hmm. with a sh 
a complex because a horse is taller than her yes. and she feels needs to feel uh, tall and mighty like a big strong horse and so she punches them because she can't get control over her her horse or her rider Ugh. or it's her just, emotion the fringa yes or her, her emotion like is that gonna make the horse jump no it's not um i'm sorry but if i was in this position uh first of all the horse he would jump if he wanted to. Yeah. I, if he didn't want to, I'd just ride him away into the sunset. Yeah, because Fringa, it's kind of cool that he not want to jump. Yeah, he makes choice. He kind of like counterculture horse. Yes, rebellious horse. Yeah. I, I think, Fringa, if you were riding that horse, you you would feel pretty cool about yourself. You would be pretty pretty happy to be riding the sunset. Yeah, I get to, I get the horse like a leather jacket. I get a matching one, and then we just be like too cool for equestrian school. Yeah, you can even take your sunglasses that sit on your head, and you can lower them over your eyes. Oh, yeah, as you ride the way, and you can get like goggles for horses to protect <laughs> their eyes, and I could get them like so they look like um you know like some Gucci glasses or something, so we could be like real cool together. Yeah, and you can hold up your fingers and do. He's out as you ride yeah. away from the Olympic. Now yeah, that would have been forever. that would have been class. That is class. Yes. That is class. But if you look yeah. at the picture, so we have an article about the whole incident, and we will share the picture on the Instagram. This is a picture of the girl who be ride the horse and the horse and the girl Fringa. She looks so sad. You could see she crying. Her her, her mouth is like Ugh. very very unhappy, but. The, the horse, can you see what the horse looks like, Fringa? He looks defiant. <laughs> and he's showing his teeth like he have a big old smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he's, looks, like, he's like, this, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's like real happy with himself. He looks very pleased. So, you know, who the real fool is here is her. She met the big fool of herself and that horse still look cool as a heck. Yeah, she don't look cool. And look at her body position level. She's all slouched over, like, like a uh, little, you know, like a little Gretel in the oven or something. Like she just <laughs> looks. <laughs> she just looks. She looks she done looks for. For. Yeah, she's done for, and she know it. She's in the oven, and she can't handle the heat. Oh, it's true. And the horse yes. just trots away into the enchanted forest to live forever after on the homestead with, with Fringa and Lapa. Big old smile on his yeah, face. Yeah, he's like, cheese him, as they say. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good horse. And so that story actually very inspired Fringa and Lado. And we added another sport uh -huh. to our Olympic retreat challenge. Okay, so we used our mini horse, Brugo. Um, and Yes. He's a great horse. The The listener may or may not remember that our old farm hand, Alex Fierer Fire, Alexi Fire. Fire she, yeah, Alexi Fire accidentally hit Brugo with a tractor. And now Brugo, in order for the vets to save him, they, they actually had to make him like uh, have robot arm and uh, laser eyes. But he still survived. And... We use we use Brugo uh, for our for our Olympic sport, and this is an Olympic sport where the mini horse tell the human what to do, right? So we decided to turn the table, turn the table, because as in this situation show us, sometimes the horse is the one that know what to do. It's true. The horse, the horse, the cool one, and the human, the one who freaking out. Uh, so we decided, why not turn things upside down and the horse tell the person what to do. Do you want to explain a little more, Fringa, about how that's done? Yes, yes. So, you know, uh, Brugo, he's a very he's a very intelligent little horse. He's got a, a small head, but a big brain inside of it. And, you know, he will tell you, he will basically, you're not going to be riding him because he's a little horse and that would look foolish. But you basically mm. have to follow him around as he goes about his daily business. So, like, let's say he wants to, sometimes Brugel likes to kind of get a little wild and he likes to buck around and he runs in, like, little circles. And so what you have to do is you have to follow right behind him and get the dust kicked up in your face, of course. Uh, do beware. You might get kicked in the face, but just, you know, keep a little bit of a distance. 
assistance. Um, let's see. He might request that you lead him to water. Uh, mm -hmm. That's something very common. Um, he might want to take an apple out of your hands. Uh, but Bruegel is a very intimate horse, and he might want to take a apple out of your mouth. So you have to do that. Um, let's see what else. Uh, he might decide to take a big dump. Mm-hmm. And then you have to clean it up. And sometimes he likes to go see the neighbor girl horse. Oh, yes. <laughs> Naughty Brugo. He really liked to see her. Yeah. Naughty little Brugo. Yes. And so then you have to be a witness to that. So, like, you, yes. it's, it's a pretty taxing competition. Yeah, it's hard. Um, but... You know, it's 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 worked out great, and Brugo, uh, Brugo, come out on top every time. And that I'm not talking about his <laughs> friend horse. <laughs> no, I was, was going to say a lot, oh jeez. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, the, we've had great time on the homestead since last episode, um, and this episode actually we decided this as the episode could be dedicated to the fan. Yeah, I think that because the fan. Well, they do such a good job. Our last episode where they got to ask a few questions. They did not ask single question about butt. They did not ask single question about poop. And we say, hey, you know what? They do a great job. They won gold for um, the fan Olympic of not asking uh, st the stupid question. So we decided to give them episode all about question. They can ask question anything they want. Yeah, yeah. And these are these are some questions. Um, they are. Yeah, but... but don't <laughs> we are on the same page, Lattle. Go ahead. Oh, I say before we even get to questions, uh, we have a, a couple shout out or is it shout in? Shout off. Shout up to God. Oh yeah. We have the we have a couple shout up to do um for uh, a couple of the fans who give us review. So yes. a couple of our fans have finally figured out how to uh, click the review button and how to write the words. Um, so we're real excited for them. And uh, we want to give the shout out to, well, to first, we give the shout out to Vertigo. And Vertigo say, I give you five stars. And he did. And say, now bring on Horace as you promised. Pretty, uh, do you know what he talked about? No, we never promised. We never promised that. Um, we could bring on Horace. We might bring on Horace. Maybe mm. if he wears his barrel with the suspenders. Well, he's but... listening now, you know. So he's probably going to uh, ask us uh, when my, when the Horace is going to be on the podcast. My favorite podcast. Well, first my favorite to, lady. We have to teach him how to use a headphone with microphone. That's true. He doesn't know how to do either of those things. No. But if Uncle Ronald can learn, then maybe Horace can. That's true. But I know that Lado never promised to bring Horace a pervert on. Um, so, Bertigo, we not know what you talk about. Uh, maybe we have a Horace episode. Uh, the fans can let us know if they want more horror. If they want to hear more about Horace, they want to hear Horace the pervert. I don't know why anyone would want to have that. Uh, but we'll... We'll think about it. Uh, good job on the, your review. And then we have a second review. Fringa, do you want to read that one? Sure. This is from Randy Hyman. Uh, influence. I have never been to USA, but with this podcast, it feel me. Oh, that doesn't. That's very poor English, Randy Hyman. Uh, perhaps you should take some Duolingo as mm. Lattle and I have. But we're all the same. We appreciate the review. I assume that he gave us five stars. Yes. I think that they they uh, they say that the USA talk make them feel like they know the USA. Well, that's, even that's though they're not there. For. Maybe. Yeah. 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 So the USA talk definitely for uh, the USA listener, but it also for a listener all over the world in other country who just wonder all about what the USA about. It's true. So, mm -hmm. so, so big thank you to yeah, the five you. stars. And and if you if you feel inspired by these reviews, uh, then go ahead and leave your own five star review, and you might get get a shout up from the two mm -hmm. of us. Yes. So Lethal, let's just get right into it with these questions. Um, you know, but I did hear some like 
sloshing noise outside the barn. Mm. Um, and like a couple like low squeaks. Well, we should probably go see what that is before we start. Sounds like somebody's honking, <laughs> honking a horn. Oh, well, let's get out there quick then. There might be some kind of emergency. All right. Uh, open the barn door. Oh, look at that big wide brim hat. <laughs> you hear? I heard that. I heard the top, the sound. <gasps> Wow, scary. I know the sound. I know the sound, Fringa. Why, it's our good friend, Mr. Taker. Ladies. Mr. Taker, come on inside. Ladies, please call me Mark. <laughs> okay, Mark. Thank you, Mark. It's a me and the mark. Me and the mark. What are you doing in town? Well, I'm a little pissed off. No, no. What's your stuff? You the horse lady too. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of trash talk from some somebody here named Brugo, saying Brugo. they can kick my ass. Oh, yes, it, probably. Brugo say that? Has Brugo been using the computer again? Ever since he got that cyborg update uh, after he was run over by the tractor, uh, he's been going online and, uh, and causing trouble here and there. Mm. And also ordering lots of oats off of uh, the Amazon. <laughs> well, call a spade a spade. That's smart. But I came here strictly on... Both business and pleasure here. I was just nearby the town and I went to a little restaurant called Applebee's. Oh, oh, yum. Well, love the Applebee. Yeah. Oh. What'd it's you an get? Apple I got get the... I got a nice tell me. chocolate mousse. That's for starters. That's oh. that's how I start. That ain't how I finish. Got that? I, f I got it. How, do you have anything after that? Or was that to demand the course? Well, then I got another chocolate mousse because I got a bit of a sweet tooth. Okay. Plain and simple. I like my dessert first. All right. He's a wild man, that one. And then yeah. I got a couple of aviation cocktails. Wow, Mr. Taker, you don't play by the rules. But then I last got some mozzarella sticks and I said, check, please. You want to know why I said that? Why, Mr. Taker, Mark? My you bill mark? added up to $25. Oh, my. Now, when, My you, goodness. when you go to Applebee's, if you spend $25 by law, this is by law, by the letter of the law, they uh -huh. have to give you a free ticket to the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> they they have send to you do to it. the jungle? They don't send me to the jungle. Where'd they send you? To the Jungle Cruise. Fringa, do you know what you talk about? Do you get to go on the cruise itself or you get to see the box office movie? Box office movie. Ah! Mm -hmm. So I ate good, had two chocolate mousse. Then I said I needed a third one for the road. <laughs> and then I went to see the Jungle Cruise. Eh. Didn't have a great time, though. I had to leave a little early. Well, well I'm glad that you stopped by our homestead on your way mm. back. Weren't you happy to see your good friend, mm. uh, Mr. Dwayne the Rock ba John Bunsen? I love watching Dwayne on the big screen. But some smartass started saying some trash talk. Started saying... Hey, it smells like a jungle in here. <laughs> oh, it smells like a hippo took a dump. 
And I said, I'm what? trying to watch a movie here. Let's not point fingers. And they stopped the projector. And uh, I, I don't really want to go into the rest. It's kind of a moot point. They, they do this all the time at movies. So Pissed Off Taker, it sounds like you've got some experience um, with, not directly with that, but maybe like how to deal with that situation. Um, because that, our first question is from I'm Randy 5000 And the question is, I have a friend who is an adult male that poops his pants. Mm. I think he may have a medical condition. But I don't know how to approach him about this. Any suggestions? Can't relate. <laughs> but somebody in the theater might might have that problem. It sounds like, right? I, I would imagine as much, but I, I don't judge. The theater. Maybe there's a hippo in the theater. Did you smell the smell? I didn't think or it was so bad. It did, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like to judge. Okay. Were there were were there stink lines? Were, because you said it turned off the projector. Were there enough stink lines that the people couldn't see the movie anymore? A couple green ones coming out, but it's tough to tell where they were coming from. It was coming from this way, that way. Really disorienting stuff. You can't... Yeah, there's too much air conditioning in the movie theater. Blow it, things all over the place. And move the stink lines. That way, you know, you know somewhere in my, over in my direction. And oh. I, get, I was swatting them away. I said, get, 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 them, get them out of here. I didn't want those dang stink lines pointing so, at me. So, uh, you know, for, for Randy's friend, I, I would suggest that he just buys his friend a box of nappies, or as mm. we say in America, diapers, mm. and just, just gives it to him. No context, <laughs> no mm. words, maybe drop it off on his porch. Um, I don't know, like, Undertaker, have you ever received a box of nappies unprompted like a gift a basket <clears throat> yeah I, <laughs> you have i punted it over there like i was <laughs> nailing a field goal in the super bowl game like maybe they were like meant it for a baby but it ended up on your porch well it, it was it may have been for a baby unless maybe baby huey because that was a big set of diapers <laughs> Okay. Well, Randy, uh, I, I think that that would be the best approach for dealing with your, your friend. Um, I, have, I have advice for his friend. Okay. It never happened. It will <laughs> shock you how much this never happened. Move on with your life. Never acknowledge it. And just keep moving forward. Oh, that's very Hard good. Don't look at the backward. Don't look backward because you, that's, that's just where your butt is. <laughs> so, Lethal, why don't you read the next question? Because it's very relevant to yes. the current company. I will say we were very proud of the fan last episode because they did not ask any poop or butt question. But the first question on this episode is a poop butt question. Uh, but I guess you can have it, Randy. I'm Randy5000 because we said you could ask whatever you want. Yeah, so the next one is actually from our very good friend, but Peace Off Taker. Peace <laughs> Off Taker. All right. You want me to read it or do you want to recount I, it? I don't I don't remember what I asked. I may, may oh. have been about dumbasses, huh? They're a big problem to me. Yeah, you may have been in a fugue state. Hmm, happens. Yeah, so it, you, Mr. Peace Off Taker, ask, uh, raccoons are digging up my old denim mm. that Mr. Brown soiled and now are running around the neighborhood with my old jeans. How can I scare them off my property? Mm. Uh, it, that touches a bit of a nerve. But yes, that has happened to me. Laddle, Fringa. Uh, 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 yeah, it's, uh, peace off, Taker. Mm. Do you want to let the listener know a little bit about Mr. Brown? Well, so they can understand the question just right. It's a, your classic case of mistaken identity where another man breaks into your home, waits until you're in a state, a fugue state, a state of disorientation, and then unbuckles your jeans, soils them, puts them right back on you just the way you had them on, leaves your home without a sign of breaking or entering, and makes you look like you just dang dang 
goddamn shit your pants. Mm. So wow, I I, I don't want to be throwing these in the trash, you know, for sanitation. I like to just throw a little dirt on them, and let God do what He does with them. But lately, it's been a problem. Wow. Mm. So level, you know, what the so, way that we keep the night monkeys away uh, is with a combination of efforts. But one thing I might suggest is wolf pee. Mm, yes. Yes, the American the night monkey do not like the wolf and they do not like the wolf pee because we talked earlier a little bit about mm -hmm. who let the dog out. And dog like to pee uh, on many place. And they, they earn that from their wolf relative mm. who also like to pee in the many place. And when the American the night monkey be smelling the wolf pee, it often get them uh, all riled up. So, Mr. Tanker, you say that they digging up your old denim. So, did that mean that your old denim be buried? It's a, it's a little bird underneath, but not that deep. And then they run around the block going... With my jeans, and I, I they're, they're, they're just pissing me off, having time of their life. And then they leave the jeans over at the mini golf course up on Gerald's, you know, award winning uh, his flowers, his daisies. They're oh left all over the place. Oh. Yeah, Gerald's been just barking up a storm himself, like oh, a damn no. hound. Yeah, and then when they check the tag, it say Mean Mark Mark's jeans. Yep. <laughs> I write them wow. all. I write. I write my name. Mama told me that. That's how I do it. That's you know, that's not a bad idea. Oh mm -hmm. uh, no! But then they just trace it back to you, <laughs> and they get mad at you when it's really the American night monkey that be digging up at your old daddy denim and the Mr. Brown that be swelled them in the first place. I Maybe ain't got nothing to do with it. You should just start writing Mr. Brown on the inside of your jeans. <laughs> And then that way they know it's from him. What a twist that'd be, huh? Give yeah. him a taste of his own. I once yeah. thought about soiling myself just just to beat him to the punch. Wow. <laughs> that would really show him, uh, Mr. Taker. And uh, you know, maybe if you put Mr. Brown on the tag, he not want to poop in those pants at all because he don't want to take responsibility mm. for his own action. Wow. I'm going to write down Mr. Brown on my new Levi's 501 jeans. They're skinny fit because I still look good. Yeah, because, you know, that's really our advice um, for this question. Just write to Mr. Brown on the jean so that you not be getting in trouble. And maybe Mr. Brown not even poop in those pants because he don't want to be uh, caught. Right? Um, because you cannot stop the American the Night Monkey from the wearing your denim jeans. They love denim, mm -hmm. and they, they like to wear little pants and pretend like they they pretend to be little boys and get candy mm -hmm. from the candy store. Oh, they get they get loaded up at the Spirit Halloween store to get bags of candy. They love the way it tastes. Yeah, mm. like yeah. candy corn. No, oh, they love they it. Love... They love it. <sighs> Makes me sick. And you know they just can't do that without wearing a pair of jeans mm -hmm. and a newsy cap. On their head. <laughs> no, they go extra, extra, read all about it. Mean Mark shits his pants again. And, and, and that ain't the truth. There's helping to spread the false news, those American Night Monkey. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think that will help with your problem, Mean Mark. Should we go on to the next question? Uh, this is a question from Mr. Man 70. Fringa, I'm a little confused because last time uh, Mr. Man asked us question, he was Mr. Man 69. What Maybe this is, a this is a different man. There's a lot of Mr. Mans oh. in the world, Laddle. So this is this is the 70th, 70th one. Oh, that makes sense. He say, why do they call it animal husbandry if you are not allowed to marry the cow? Because it's illegal. But why do they call it animal husbandry? Oh. Well, first of all, you actually can marry some cow, Fringa. You can marry an enchanted cow 
because sometimes there's a there's like a prince, and he might be pretty handsome, but he got a pretty bad attitude. And uh, if he if he make uh, like the the gods angry or he make like a witch angry, then he might just wake up one day find himself inside a cow body. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I didn't consider that. So yeah, yeah, you are allowed to marry those. Yeah, you can definitely marry that canned cow. And, um, you know, you might even help him turn back into prince or you might turn into a cow too or you might turn into a bucket um, because the milk go in the bucket. But, 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 but anyway, why is it be called husbandry? Um, well... You know, Laddle actually she go to the Google and she kind of look up the word husbandry because English English Laddle second language. So I say, hey, why why in why is it called the husbandry? And the word husbandry have nothing to do with marriage, at least not in the the old days, Fringa. Mm. Back in the thirteenth century, the word husband didn't mean a married man. When the first show up, it's just meant a man he- man of ho- man head of household was a oh, husband. So the man is the one that takes care of all the animals back in the medieval times. Yes, we back in the middle. True, we all know that that's not true. What about the goose girl? Yeah, mother. You talking about mother goose? Mother goose and the and the and the goose girls. The goose girls, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole batch of women and little geese. Yeah, little little Miss Muffet. Yeah, she yeah she's a spider girl. Yeah, and uh, little Bo Peep. Little Bo Peep. Little Bo Peep. What about her? Yeah, what about her? You know, she never she's always losing her sheep. You know, she's a real she's a real fool. What about Helga the milkmaid? Yeah, so you know what? You know, if anything, it should be called wifery. Yeah, yes, yes, it should. Wifery. Wifery. Or, Fringa, I just put this out there. Uh, we could even, we could just call it spousery. Spousery, yes. Oh, very modern. Yeah, very modern, very 2021. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Man 70, why it's called spousery, even though normally you cannot marry the cow. Um, but I guess it's because way back when, it just meant the head of household. And the head no, of household okay. is the one that cleans the, the, the cow shit. No, what do you no, think, Mark? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is Paula Dean's boy. Oh yeah, this Booba Dean. Uh, I also he also the son of a horse the pervert. Uh, so he's looking he for any be asking. He's always looking, be asking question. He's looking for any excuse to kiss them cows and say, Oh, I thought it might be a princess. Oh, I thought this one might be a princess. <laughs> he's gonna be going around now all over the farms there, getting little kisses in there and said, Oh, I thought this might be the one, huh? Yeah, nice try, pervert. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good point. He wants to get his kisses. He wants to get his kisses Little in. kiss. Yeah. Uh, because nobody Make has been going kiss. to his uh, his kiss his kiss table because he he set up like a little wooden table that had a sign that say f- like five cents kisses and nobody go up. He had Not it even... set up. He had to set up a wing fest. Ain't a soul in sight. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, cows do have very big lips. So good luck with that. Well, yes. And then he took his sign down and it say free kisses. And guess what? Nobody come up then either. But I do think that uh, maybe Chelsea, uh, the neighbor cow, might have walked by (laughs) and got his hope up. (laughs) You know, we shouldn't make fun of uh, Bubba Dean. He may have a terminal case of dumbass. Yeah. There's so, no uh, oh. coming back from that terminal <sighs> case, not the terminal <clears throat> case. <clears throat> so I feel like this next question uh, is a good one for for pissed off taker, mean Mark, I mean. Mm. Um, and it's from Alphabet Pizza. Mm. Uh, and she says, which bean is the most sexy? And RJT 
Tutu says it's the raisin, but that's not a bean, right? No, that's that's a, a dirty old grape. grape. Yeah. Mmm. And it's you know what a grape not even sexy in the first place at all, Fringa or mean the mark because a grape is like the older wrinkly grape. A, a, a raisin is like an mm-hmm. old wrinkly grape. It's, it reminds it's a, me of, a, the, of a grandma who wants a wants a good old big old kiss. Yes, okay, yeah. But the grape, the grape is a very sexy one because when you're like lying back on a recliner and you don't want to eat the food yourself, somebody comes and feeds you grapes. Mmm, that's right. Oh yeah, Thank in the bikini. Yes, yes. So that's very sexy. Mmm. Those are beans. It, those are not beans. It's not the bean. It's yeah. not the bean. That's that so, is what sleeves is saying. Sleeves is saying beans are grapes. Raisins. No. Sl- Who sleeve sleeve did not say that? RJT2 say that. Well, he's going along with what Sleeve said. Oh, so he just a tag along. Well, he he, he you know he's a smart man, but he's you know, sleeves presented. I don't, I don't case. know about that smart. Because that's not a bean. <laughs> Well, we got a saying here over in Amarillo, Texas. Bless their hearts, huh? Yes. That's what yes. you say when somebody's had a bowl, a big bowl of dumbass for breakfast. We learned that phrase from our favorite show, Designing Women. Well, yes. Y'all so, been watching Below Deck on Bravo? Uh, yeah, yes, of course. Dushka. Good stuff. So, <laughs> to do with anything. So, so what? What is this? Mr. S- the sleeve guy, he liked it. he say raisin hot, but it's not. And then R two, R J T two say it's hot, but it's not. And it's also not a bean. So what do we think is the sexiest bean, Fringa and Mr. Mark? Uh, beans, they do tend to have a curve. Mm-hmm. Some might say that a pretty sexy, <laughs> right? Well, depends. Do, do we got curves? Like the green M&M. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the garbanzo bean do. The garbanzo mm-hmm. bean look a lot like the green M&M if you're mm-hmm. just looking at uh, like their, sh- their shadow silhouette in- from the moonlight. Well, that's oh. enough for some perverts out there. I love a bean <laughs> in a cassoulet. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's what? a delicious treat. Oh, my goodness. Somebody else just walked through the door. Oh. We weren't expecting so many guests to die. Oh, bonsoir, bonsoir, mon ami. It's me, Cajon, Uncle Howard. I'm here just briefly popping in. I couldn't help it. See, there was a, a powerful sound of jazz and zydeco coming out this bottom. And the beans. Oh, oh, and a beautiful bean. Oh, you know, <laughs> you I was full of my nose. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a big old gumbo full of beans in here. I always say life is like a gumbo. You know, it's more delicious the more ingredients it got. Yeah. So our question, uh, Mr. Kajlan, the Uncle Howard, is what is the most sexy bean? Oh, the human bean, no? Oh, the human bean. That's a really good point. Why do they call this the human beans? Oh, you know, because we've been here on the planet for about 6,000 years now. <laughs> oh, are you going to share any of your Zatarans with us or not? Oh, you want some of the Zatarans? Yeah, I'll give you some of that. Oh, so it's like, a, it's like a trumpet playing in your mouth every time you take a big bite of it, no? Oh, la c'est la bonne temple, I brought a beat of beers for everyone. So I see that the the uh, mean Mark is already digging into the gumbo and Zatarans. Um, oh, oh, mean Mark, slow down, slow oh. down a little bit there. <laughs> he put a lot of yellow in this gumbo. Oh, <laughs> extra yellow. I'm sucking it down. <laughs> oh, I've never. Last time I saw someone eat so much gumbo, he was a crazy neutral rat. Got all up into a Aunt Jessup's uh, barrel of monkey shines. Oh, oh. oh. oh my goodness. Oh, oh, what's the smell? Uh, well, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. My, my, that hippopotamus it, might be down the street from here. 
Well, we got the level of livestock, so. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. It's got to be something from the old farm hand. I just saw Brugo walk by. Uh, yeah, Brugo. Well, yeah. I had to Brugo. Yeah. So the most sexy bean, uh, you know, I'd say probably the kidney bean. Uh, it's, I like that it red and it have a, the curve. And it's kind of shaped like a heart. And hearts can be pretty sexy. What do you guys think? You know, there's plenty of broken hearts down on the bayou. A lot of times you've been riding a fanboy to see a beautiful girl from, from Metairie or Louisiana Parish. And you say, oh, I wish I could take her back to her down on my little shack on the Pearl River. But... She's up a city girl, and she ain't gonna mess around with no old, no old Cajun crumbum like old Cajun Uncle Howard. No, no. <laughs> oh, some broken hearts and some broken beans. Well, but... I'd say that the, the fava bean is the most sexy. Fava bean? Yeah. That sounds like a real fancy bean. I'm going to Google it right now. Fava bean. Every night I say one of my our fathers before I go to sleep. I say our father who art in heaven. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that's a pretty good looking bean, Fringa. Yes, yeah. And it come in a pod. It does a come in a pod. Bean, a whole long green to bean to pod. So uh, that's pretty yeah, sexy I like too. With, I like it with a nice Chianti, you know? Mm. All right. Uh, the next question, let's see. The next question is from Sean Poodler. Sean Poodler, he, he asked, would it, it, and you know, we were talking about enchanted cows. I think that this Sean Poodler might be some kind of enchanted dog. Uh, I don't know if you see his, uh, his icon is a picture of dog with like curly, like, human hair and I'm f I think that perhaps he have an enchanted wig he looks good hell looks cool as hell sunglasses nice leather he looks yes. cool well so this is from the enchanted dog Sean Pudler, and he asked would it be okay if Jesus came back and was still wearing sandals or would that be bad man fashion Wow, that's a great question, Sean Pulder. Uh, well, Fr Fringa, Mark, Kaijin, Uncle Tower, I don't know about you, but I say those sandals, they never go out of fashion. There are so many more options now, too. Jesus would just be rolling in his grave and then standing up and being alive and be so excited to see all the sandals that have progressed over the years. Because, you know, back in his day, he, he just, his day was like 1 BC. And that, and then it became like, I don't know, 12 BC, 15 BC, 20 BC. And he'd be like wearing sandals. And his sandals, they were like little strings that were attached to like, like a flat, like leather pancake. He had no brands, uh, no old Navy, North mm, Face. No. G Star none Raw. All. None of the brands. None of the brand. Now None he can brand. go. Now you go. You take Jesus down over to the Cumberland Mall. He can have the choice of any sandal he wants. He can go to Spencer's. He can go to Steve Madden. Go down to Ross. Hell, can go down over to Banana Republic. For all I care. <laughs> yeah, that's all. So great points. So I think that yeah, he he not going to uh, be out of fashion. That would not be bad 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 man fashion. Um, th that would be great fashion because he would be so excited about all the new sandals. He could wear the Birkenstock. Mm -hmm. He could wear the jellies. He could wear the like the clogs. He could oh. wear the vibram five fingers, sunk <laughs> fingers. So yes. I, I have a I have a point to make about this. Frank if that. Jesus came back and was still wearing sandals, I think that his feet would be quite disgusting. What? 
it would be dirty because no. didn't like you know he was like hanging up out there for a while the birds were pecking at his toes and then they like put him in a cave or something and then he like emerged from the cave and like did he wash his i know he washed the feet of a lot of other people yeah, he loved clean feet well did he, he wash his feet. own feet though i don't think so i don't think so laddle i think he washed other people's feet like a, a weirdo but he didn't wash his own feet i he walked around barefoot um you know i met this guy one time in uh, Berlin and he was walking around barefoot and he called himself Jesus and you know what his feet were disgusting so I, I just have to assume that the real Jesus maybe that was the real Jesus maybe well, it wasn't but I assume that his feet are disgusting Fringa, so you, mentioned, passion. you mentioned that the birds be pecking at his feet well do you know what those are probably cleaner birds Fringa and they were probably just there and they were removing the dirt. They were removing the parasites and they were cleaning him. Have you not ever seen a giraffe? Have, Have you not you ever seen, seen a, a big old buffalo on the on the uh, safari? They they be covered in bird. You ever seen the Muppets? They got rats working the kitchen. Anything's possible. I think <laughs> I think we can all agree on is when the day Jesus comes. I'm gonna shake his hand. No, you want, you want to shake his hand hey, and I'm say, "Let's get... go to." I want to shake your hand. I'm gonna I want to shake his hand. And, and then well, we take, we take him to the mall. We take well, him to the mall. The mall has it all. Well, I like your style, Mister Taker, and I like I... your styles, ladies and fringles. But I'm afraid that portal's opening up, sucking me back up into the sky. Hey, what was in that gumbo? Master. Bye. Most are occasions, Howard. Okay. Something's well, wrong with that gumbo. It ain't, it ain't sitting right on me. You know, um, uh, I, I think I'm going to take a walk right now, actually. I'm going to go get my, my steps in at, uh, at this hour. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to, I'll be right back. Don't, don't mind me. Old where Mark, are you headed? Uh, I got to take a walk. Out of my way now. Move. Wait, where'd you go? Oh, oh, well, okay. Okay. He's, running, he's running back to the house and oh, oh no, he passed the house. Oh, Fringa, he goes to the outhouse. Oh, oh, well, oh, and he's locking the door. It says occupied. It says occupied and I hear some music and oh. uh i see a disco light in there um it kind of looks like he's setting up shop in there well, uh, we'll, we'll check in on him in a, in a yeah. little bit he said he'd be questions to get he said he'd be right back so anyway uh uncle uh howard occasion uncle howard and uh mean the mark they both say they would like to shake jesus hand but you know what Fringa, lado believe in jesus feet so much and their their cleanness that lado would like to shake jesus foot and uh, and yes, we will take him to the mall, to the Cumberland Mall, because he will get to see how much the sandal have evolved over all the time. So yes, his sandals will be very cool, Sean Poldler. Next question. So Lado, Lado, before we move on to the next question. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of questions. The fans were very enthusiastic. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 13 questions. So I think we should just do a couple more and then maybe we could do a part two. Uh, maybe Puritan Uncle Howard could be a guest or uh, maybe Horace the Pervert can come and help us. But, oh. you know, I the fans really came through for us. So let's do, let's do a couple more and then... Uh, you know, I want, yeah. I want these. You know, I want to give these fans the the full dedication. You know, that's true, Finga. We don't want to cut the fans' answer short. Yeah. So yeah. this okay. This is episode questions part one, and soon there will be episode question part two. So yeah, so let's let's do two more. Okay, let's do two more, Fringa. Why don't you go ahead to ask the next question because I asked the well last one. Okay. So, the, oh, this is a very topical, this is a great question because it's very topical to what we've been talking about. Um, it is from Me Gusto Carne. Uh, and he says, or they say, I don't know, she says. We don't, we don't ever know. We don't know. Um, Frin, okay, Lado. Oh, they spelled your name. Uh, with Help the me fringe. 
Fringe. Fringe. Fringe. You mean fringa. And level! Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Where is the cow I bought from you? Well, it's... You know what Magusta would talk about? Yeah, I mean, I think he's probably talking about Chelsea, the cow. Uh, so he might need to talk to Babadeen about that because Babadeen might have married it or married her. Oh. Um, so, yes, I, I did sell Megusto Garni, uh, Chelsea, the cow, because he... So... He had the magic bean, didn't he, Fringa? He had. He did have some fava beans in his pocket. We forgot to, to mention about the magic bean for Alpha but the Pepita. That actually probably be the sexy bean. Oh, that is the sexiest bean because you can do a lot with those. Yeah. Okay. The sexy bean be the magic bean Alpha but the Pizza. Um, and you can get a, a different kind of magic bean. You say you got the magic fava bean for Chelsea. Well. No, I didn't. They weren't magic. He just had them in his pockets for some reason. I don't really know why. And Lado, I don't know if you speak Espanol, but me gusto carne means I like meat. What? So immediately, immediately, I when I heard that request and I saw that name, I thought to myself, do I really want to sell somebody with the name I like meat, my one of my prized cows? So I sold. Yeah, she a dairy cow. Well, she's a dairy cow, and she's a tricky cow. Yeah, she's a smart cow. So I sold it to him as a trick. Oh, cause he a real fool, huh? Or yeah, because whoever. he showed up, he showed up with a uh, um, fava beans in his pockets, asking for a cow with the name, the meat name, and I just, you know, I just didn't feel too comfortable about that, but. So I, I beat him at his own game. I, I, I gave him Chelsea. I sold him Chelsea. Um, and he did not pay with the fava beans, um, though that would what? have been acceptable. Um, no, he he paid me with uh, a Venmo. The Venmo? Oh, yes. Level, it's like electronic payment with your computer phone. What? Yes. And so if you were wondering where I got that really, really cool um, fountain that's now at the front of the homestead, uh, it was with the money that he he paid me. On the oh, my gosh. Payment. That fountain with the little uh, night baby spitting out water? Yes. Or so may, I think it might be a day baby, actually. It's a little day baby. <laughs> it's like a little day baby with wings. Yes. Standing on his tiptoe. Standing on his tiptoe with a little heel up and he's spitting out the water. It's so cute. So, yes, I bought that fountain with the money that I got for Chelsea, fully knowing that Chelsea would just run away as soon as she got to his homestead. And it looks like that's what happens. So, uh, here's some advice to the listeners don't show up looking for a cow if you have meat. I like meat in your name because that's not trustworthy. Don't carry around fava beans in your pocket unless they're magic. And um, I, I do accept the electronic payments, though. I think that's 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 a great way to to get to get money. So, well, Lalo doesn't know anything about that. If it's not paper, then it's not it's not money to Lalo, unless it's coin or it's magic bean. Okay. No, that, no, that's safe. That's safe, level. I don't yeah. want you to get into no bit. Because I like to be able to keep it all under my mattress. Yeah. Oh, level. Oh, yeah. Shh. Your mattress yeah. that's buried underneath uh, uh, a rotting building. Yeah, where you don't know where. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we ha we do one more question for tonight. And uh, that question is from Dad has a day day. Okay, and he asked, "How would you, I can hear the hellhounds are back?" Yeah, here. yeah, I know. They're, they're, who let the dogs yeah. out? Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? That's the real question for I this episode. Uh, oh, maybe Chelsea did. She's back. <laughs> Dad has a DD ask, "How would you describe the typical American male?" Hmm. hmm. Typical well, American. Well, we just had two typical American males on our podcast. That's true. You know, Fringa and Lado, we like the typical American male. We like 
American male. We we get very excited when we move to America to meet American mans. Right, yes, we, we've met a lot of them. Uh, you know, there's Horace the Pervert, mm. there's The Undertaker, there's all of our farmhands. I think they're all American, at least. Um, and there's um, the sad man. I always forget his name. Rubrishka. Rubrishka, your ex, your ex-boyfriend. Um, there's the yeah. Nutcracker. There's, you know, there's a lot of American men. So how would you describe the typical one? Well... Mm. Very self-confident. Yes. I would uh, think it's all those men. Because Horace the pervert is very confident in being a pervert. Yes. Um, mean Mark is very confident in being pissed off. Very pissed off. Cajun Uncle Howard is very confident with his... Bumbo. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, the, the dogs are really barking. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Um, hold on, Lathal, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to just pause for one second and, and get this situation under control. That's okay, Fringa. Hey, little doggy, can you please be quiet? Thank you. Shh. Thank you. Okay. And that's how it's done. That's some animal whiffery. Yeah, and the Olympic uh, horse jumpers, they can learn a thing or two about that. Yeah, there you go. Animal training. I use my mind to silence yes. this hellhound. You just politely ask. Yeah, yeah. That's that all it takes. And now she's calm. Okay, sweet. So What's happened? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so Uncle, Cajun Uncle Howard, he's very confident and, and uh, you know, He's got that braggadocio about his uh, gumbo. Yeah, he knows <laughs> how to call. make a mean his gumbo. Friends. And then who else? Oh, you know, like... Uh, Franklin. Oh, yeah. Uncle Franklin. He's very confident about his beach time. Yeah, and he, he always brag about how he sleep with seven different lady he have he make oh, the yeah. sex seven time Fringa. Time seven time. different lady yeah. and he not be married once he overconfident all right Overly we, confident. We, yeah we don't we don't approve that and uncle howard he thinks he's a millionaire he think he have a millionaire mindset yeah yeah. Uh, we know that that's not true either. So very confident. Yeah. So I'd say all the American men that we know, um, you know, uh, Barbushka, the sad man, thinks he's really good at karaoke. Yeah, he do. That. Yeah. And, and uh, the nutcracker thinks he's really good at cracking nuts. He thinks he's so good at cracking nuts, Fringa. It's, it's, it's nuts how good he thinks he is. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, really, they get very confident in their competence. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So that would be, like, the main quality. Are, are there any other, um, you know, distinguishing things that you can think of, Laddle, between all the American men that we know? Well, uh, they like they like hot dog. Right. Yeah, and, I think all the, I think all those men like hot dog. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. They like Very to go USA. To Applebee's. They like to go to Applebee's and the where's the what the one oh the the Red Lobster the chilies the, the chilies the Olive Garden they they like all those restaurants um yeah they all oh they all like the the blockbuster movies oh they love the blockbuster movie yeah yeah. And Fringalado, we actually love the blockbuster movie too. So we agree with that. Yeah, we like the USA man, uh, the American man. Um, and, you know, we're still looking for our American man. I was going to say, who do you think is like the ultimate American man? Well, we all know it is uh, Uncle Jesse, right? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. I would say it is Uncle Jesse. So we agree. John Stamos. John Stamos. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and probably not Dave Coulier, only because he's not American. <laughs> oh, too bad for Jean Coulier. Yeah, that's not cool. 
it's cool to be american you know you don't have to be born america to be american fringolado we know that for sure well it sounds like the dogs have been lit out again fringa so we might have to end things with some hashtags i'm going to start with hashtag who lit the dogs out hashtag hey little little dog please stop barking right now or i'll turn this cart around that's all hashtagged that's all hashtagged and hashtag uh uncle towered hashtag mad and pissed off hashtag questions hashtag questions part one hashtags question part two coming on up hashtag kiss a cow hashtag spousery hashtag sexy beans hashtag sexy beans uh hashtag uh Brugo uh, Olympic. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brugo. Yeah. Hashtag uh, five stars. Five stars only. If, you, if you're going to review us and not give us five stars. We will curse you. We will curse you. Throw your phone into our lazy river and just get out of here. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much, Ladl, for uh, letting the dogs out, and we and will putting them back in. Yes, I, I think I think this one went back into her her den, so we should be okay. Uh, until next time, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.